0: Buildings have evolved, so let's give them the attention they deserve. This is 10 Minutes to a Better Building, a podcast from the building experts at Boland. We're a building solutions provider with more than 350 professionals and 150 technicians with one goal in mind, to make your building better. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 10 Minutes to a Better Building, a podcast from the building experts at Boland. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Now, so far on the podcast, we focused a lot on the building itself, the actual physical building, and for good reason, right? There's a lot that goes into having a better building and keeping it maintained and running at tip-top shape, right? But one thing that can't be ignored when it comes to having a better building is the importance of investing in the people who inhabit and surround the areas around your building, right? And come in and work in your building every day. And so joining me to discuss this today is Karen Walker. She's the Director of Community Relations at Boland. Karen, thank you so much for joining me here today.
1: It's my pleasure. So, Karen,
0: Boland puts a large emphasis on being a part of the community and investing back in to the community that you are a part of. Tell me a little bit about your efforts and some of the ways that Boland has been involved in recent years.
1: Sure. We are celebrating, well, in 2020 we celebrated our 60th year of business and Serving the community has always been in our DNA, and we could actually subtitle this segment 10 Minutes to a Better Building and 10 Minutes to a Better Community. Bolin Cares is a program that I run, and we have associates that donate their time and their money to enhance our local community. Uh, We also have a charitable matching program where Bolin matches a donation that the associate makes so that they can support the organizations that matter most to them times two. So we seek to build relationships with our clients and the community. We are known as the building experts, and we also want to be known as the community leaders.
0: So why is it important for, for a company like Boland, uh, whose, whose primary focus is, is on having better, better buildings, right, and being experts in that space? Why is it still important to have and to build and to maintain relationships within the community?
1: Well, we just want to serve the community that supports us. We feel like it's very important to serve the community in which we work. And there are so many people in need in so many different ways. And when we go over the different programs that we've done in the last few years, you'll see that we have a whole variety of segments that we touch. And we just want to reach out and help as many people as we can. The other part of this is we want to inspire others. So when we're posting things on social media, we really want to encourage other companies and individuals to get involved and serve others. And there's so many easy ways to, for people to get involved that doesn't you know take a lot of time or effort. And they could really make a difference in someone's life.
0: So give me an example of, of some of the ways that, that Boland has been involved in the community and some of the the charitable things that you've done recently and, and just some of the different avenues that you've taken you know, in your immediate sphere of influence.
1: Sure. Well, in 2019, we had 23 community events. We were going strong. Our foot was on the gas and we had so many different things that we were doing. We did A Rise Against Hunger event where people gave up their lunch hour. We had two sessions of 20 people each coming in to make meals, and we made 10,000 meals in a two hour period. Um, We also had a toy drive to benefit children in Washington, D.C. We did Wreath Lane at Arlington National Cemetery. We went to Fisher House uh, two times and we served military members and their families who were getting medical treatment at Walter Reed. We did a few Habitat for Humanity events. And then this is just to name a few of the things we did. And then 2020 came along and we had so many plans and we were moving along. Um, The first thing we had in 2020 was a blood drive. We had that in February and then COVID hit. And then we had to just reevaluate everything.
0: So yeah, 2020 comes along and totally throws a wrench in everybody's plans, right? I think everyone had ideas for what 2020 would look like, and then it turned out nothing like any of us expected. And so how were you able to pivot and and to keep that idea of um, reaching out to the community and and continuing that work that you've been doing and working so diligently and, and hard on? How were you able to keep that moving in 2020 in a year that presented so many obstacles?
1: Well, pivot is the perfect word. That's exactly what we had to do. So everything came to a halt in March and we said, oh boy, we have all these things on the calendar. What are we going to do? So I had to get very creative and figure out ways that we could be uh, responsive to COVID and be safe and still serve the community. So one of the first things we did was called a wave parade. I hit the dollar store and I picked out a bunch of different props and fun hats and signs and balloons. And once a week for seven weeks, A group of us, we had associates, family members, friends, and we even had a few dogs. We coordinated with the staff over at an assisted living facility, and we went and we waved. We walked around the whole perimeter of the facility, and we just waved to these people. And we tried to bring joy to them because they were all locked in their rooms. They were in quarantine in the building, but they were also quarantined in their rooms because COVID was so serious for this elderly population. So they really looked forward to these visits. And we even had people writing signs and putting them in the window saying thank you. And they really looked forward to this. So the community leaders at these assisted living facilities would bring the people to the windows when they knew we were coming. And we just brought joy to them with smiles and waves and, and virtual hugs. So that worked out really well. So that was the first thing we did. And then we had to put on, I had to put on my creative cap and think, okay, what else are we gonna do? So we sort of, we decided to take our plans from 2019 and just see where we could kind of do a hybrid. So one of the projects we did in 2019 was Project Sparkle. And Project Sparkle involved us collecting gently used costume jewelry and then heading down to Don Bosco, Cristo Rey High School. We set up a little storefront for the students. And every grade came through on their lunch hour and they were able to shop for a special piece of jewelry for their mother or the mother figure in their life. And then we wrapped it up for them. We tagged it and we gave it to the the student and they were able to take it home for mother's day. So this year in 2020, we said, well, we can't do that because the kids aren't in school, but we had all this jewelry collected. Mm -hmm. So what we did was we put it all together and we packaged it ourselves and we took it to senior living communities. And the people were elated. So we decorated it just like we would have done for the students with little tags. And then on Mother's Day, the staff at these senior communities took it around to all the ladies. And they all had a piece of costume jewelry. Some were pins. Some were necklaces, earrings. Um, We had a whole range of things. And that was a huge hit. So we called it Project Sparkle with a Twist.
0: I love that I absolutely love that and you know one of the things that that I I so appreciate about how you pivoted and adjusted during this time was that the the thing that I think everyone missed the most or one of the things that everyone has missed the most is just that interaction with other people right that ability to see one another kind of face to face and the waving campaign and just the ability to bring joy to people's lives in that way really helped I I think fill a need that that people had during this time right and and really met people with an understanding of we, we know that this is a time when people feel lonely, feel isolated, uh, because those have been big struggles that people have had. And and you saw that need and, you know, decided to step up and do something about it, which I think is an incredible example for any company that wants to, you know, be a larger part of their community and make a difference where they can. I, I think that's a fantastic example.
1: Well, it's funny on the wave parade, we even got exposure through a local news station And so when people saw that, I had friends call me and they said, I'm going to do that at my parents' facility or I'm going to do that for my grandparents. And it was really neat to see how that idea had spun the idea for other people to go out in their community and do the same thing.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that's incredible. I think that's fantastic. You know, and, and this all ties into me to the motto that that Boland has, that where you say you're not comfortable until you are, right? That's that's an all encompassing motto that doesn't just doesn't just relate to building things, but also relates to the community and to people, you know, that that are in your community and in that area where you live, work, and play. I, I think that that's uh, an incredible example that Boland sets of having a motto and sticking to it, not just in one area, but in all areas.
1: Right. Well, we have a great leadership team that really encourages this, and this is what we've done for the past sixty years. And so it's really neat to see how all the generations and all the new employees we get, they're all on board with this. We have such a group of people that want to serve others that I don't have trouble getting volunteers. Mm. You know, I put things out there, and everything fills up because people really want to help and give up their time to help others. So the other things we did in twenty twenty included retire old glory. And we put up boxes in our uh, bowl and supply centers, and we collected American flags that needed to be retired. And then people in return got an American flag pin. And then we took those to the VFW posts where they were disposed of properly and respectfully. We also were able to do a Rise Against Hunger event. I had mentioned that earlier that we did one in 2019, and we had 40 volunteers. Well, this time we had to be COVID safe. So we went to the warehouse for Rise Against Hunger in Virginia. And we had six people and we were all spaced far apart and we all had our own little job and we were all um, with our hairnets and our gloves and our masks. And we were able to make 4,000 meals, which was pretty good in a short period of time. So we assembled these meals and they are sent all around the world.
0: That's incredible.
1: Another thing that we do every fall is Operation Second Chance Rest Stop for a an event called Ride Allegheny. Ride Allegheny is a fundraising bike ride that originates in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and then it ends up in Gaithersburg, Maryland. It's a three day event, and they raise funds for wounded American vets. So we stop at their second to last stop and set up uh, all kinds of refreshments for them, and we greet them as they ride in on their second to last stop before they head into Gaithersburg. And that's a really fun event. We get great uh, participation in that as well.
0: That's incredible. It sounds like you have uh, just such a wide range of events and, and different ways that you're interacting with the community. And, and this sounds like something that, that Boland has really invested a lot of time and energy into. And I'm curious, just from, from your perspective and, and from your experience as the Director of Community Relations, if there's a company out there that says, look, we want to follow the example that Boland has set in, in terms of you know being a larger part of our community and making a difference in this way, what's a good first step for people to take if, if this is not something that they've ever really thought of. What's a good first step for them just to begin that process?
1: Well, people could always reach out to me. I'd be happy to get anybody started and help them with ideas and brainstorm based on the size of their company and their budget and what kind of things they were thinking about doing. But really set up a team. We have a Bowling Cares committee and we meet quarterly and we talk about different ideas. And then I just kind of hit the ground running with these different ideas and see where they lead. And sometimes one idea can spin into another idea. So I think that if you get a, a group of people committed, a small group, to start a, a community um, program, that's a great way to, to get all this off the ground.
0: Well, if uh, someone would like to reach out to you or get in touch or give more information on the work that Boland is doing in the community, what's a good place for them to go? Are there any resources for them to, to reach out to you?
1: Yes, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I can also be reached by email at karen.walker at Boland.com. And of course, anybody can call the Boland headquarters line anytime.
0: There you go. Lots of different ways to get more information on Karen and what they're doing at Boland uh, in terms of community outreach, community relations, and just in general, being a part of the community and making uh, their area a better place to live, work, and play, and really making a difference. So Karen Walker, Director of Community Relations at Boland. Karen, thank you so much for joining us today here on the podcast and sharing a little bit more about what Boland is doing in the community. I know we could go on for uh, another podcast or two about all the different ways that you're making a difference, uh, but it's been an absolute blast getting to, to hear just a little bit about what Boland is doing in the community these days.
1: Thank you. It's been my pleasure.
0: And everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of 10 Minutes to a Better Building. Of course, remember to reach out to Karen if you want more information on what Boland is doing and how you can do similar things in your own communities as well. Uh, Make sure to do that or head to Boland.com for more information just on all the things that Boland has going on. And stay tuned for more episodes of the podcast. We'll be back soon with more episodes. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.